Los geht's. Los geht's? Los geht's. Okay, welcome back um, to another episode of the CrossFit Kaiserslautern Feedcast, Kristen. Episode 5, man. 5! That was 10, I meant 5. We are going to, uh, to answer a couple of community questions. Yes. Um, they're all training related. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, let's jump into it. Yeah? Okay. Uh, first question. CrossFit in preparation for other sports or competitions, for example, a triathlon, a marathon. Um, does CrossFit help? How does CrossFit help? What's what's the deal? <laughs> what is the deal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, CrossFit is a really good training tool for other sports because other sports are so specific with what they're training. Take running you're working on your running in yeah. your cardiovascular system and that's pretty much it yeah. whereas crossfit you get the strength training the gymnastics the endurance the cardio the the skill the mind all of it's being trained um which translates to other sports mm-hmm. like if runners did and i'm not talking like ultra marathon runners that need to be as light as possible but just recreational runners or like marathon runners in general would probably be better off strength training a little bit more Mm -hmm. because the more muscle you have on your body to a certain extent (laughs) that still allows you to run efficiently, um, you're able to process oxygen better in the body, which means your endurance can be better. Mm -hmm. And for runners, that's a good thing, especially if you're long distance running. So CrossFit trains things that you can utilize for your other sports. Also, you need muscles to keep your bones in place because that's the purpose of our musculature to keep our skeleton up (laughs) yeah um okay what about other sports like because crossfit does not not want to specialize Mm -hmm. yeah so therefore um i think crossfit is perfect for any sport because any sport needs fitness yes and what does crossfit enhances fitness fitness right um uh, when i like this is back in the days this is um a couple years back i used to do 10ks um that are here around the area what yeah i love 10ks (laughs) um but i never i would never train for them i would never train running specifically i would never go just run but you were doing crossfit i, w- I was doing crossfit and i was just fine doing yeah. doing um the 10ks and then i also did a half mar- marathon distance in a um ocr mm-hmm. type race obstacle course um which i was totally fine with without having ran for a long time before that yeah i mean i wouldn't necessarily promote that no <laughs> if you're going to be running a marathon and stuff like you should cross train a little bit and do longer absolutely. effort runs absolutely but crossfit definitely prepares you in other ways that will help benefit running or whatever sport you're doing yeah um but yeah not specializing yeah. is what we do it's also something we would we want to or which we're trying to do with our teens and kids program mm-hmm. yeah because they are usually doing other sports yes which is cool um we just want to help them work on on good movements mm-hmm. and having fun with it yeah yeah because that's sometimes um falls a little short in in other sports training because they're they have so much other things to do like um tactics and 
techniques for throwing a ball, for kicking a ball, whatever, um, there's only so many hours um, they can train for and uh, fitness or general movements fall short sometimes. Yeah, I mean the team sports for kids, I, it's probably changed now because I'm older, but when I was younger and playing tennis, I know we did a whole lot of training tennis and our cardiovascular side, like running sprints and suicides across five tennis courts, which was really shitty because there's a lot of lines to touch. Uh But um, we were never weight training. There was no strength training of any kind. And so I think a lot of sports, especially younger kids, they miss out on that portion specifically. And CrossFit offers that in a fun way for them to like, they're still working on their cardiovascular system, not sports specific, just in general. And then they're also getting the strength training they need to keep their bodies safe and moving efficiently in the sports that they play. Yeah, it's a perfect segue into our next question, which is how is CrossFit preventing diseases um, or injuries? Yeah. yeah, both. I love this question because yeah. <laughs> it's the base of CrossFit. This is why we do what we do. Um, not enough exercise and bad nutrition increases your chances of chronic disease. Yeah. And when we say chronic disease, we mean like heart disease, stroke, type 2 diabetes, cancer, cancer, high cholesterol. Yeah. Those kind of things are chronic diseases. So the more you sit still and don't exercise and the poorer you eat, (laughs) the higher your risk is for these chronic diseases. And so what CrossFit offers is exercise to combat the sedentary life or work life that you have. And that we all have. Yeah. 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 And also a platform to talk about and make better decisions for nutrition and other things in your life that will make you healthier and lower that risk for chronic disease and injuries yeah. as well. Yeah, like our nutrition challenge we just uh, wrapped up yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, day-to-day training and um, healthier choices for nutrition yeah. help preventing diseases. Um, so in the in this in the what we just talked about the kids and the good movements mm-hmm. and the strength training, how does that prevent injuries, for example? So both. Strength training and cardio training release and or have a hormonal response, yeah. right? Different hormones. The easiest one to talk about with exercise period is endorphins, mm-hmm. right? Re- it releases endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. They make you feel good. They yeah. better your mood. Um, so exercise promotes mental health. And then strength training also releases, um, has a hormonal response. And things like your bone density mm-hmm. can increase, which prevents breakage and you know yeah when you get in a car accident or when you you fall or less likely to break things yeah (laughs) stuff like that um so there's all kinds of healthy benefits to like we're not talking about like bodybuilder musculature you know where you're like this giant hulk of a man or woman um but like healthy musculature uh is good yeah what about um just doing one or the other i mean we, we touched on the cardiovascular um, part like mm-hmm. only doing running mm-hmm. uh, what about leaving out the the metabolic conditioning mm-hmm. piece and just doing strength training <laughs> then you're missing out on training your heart yeah essentially the cardiovascular side is training your heart to be strong to pump blood through your body efficiently 
Um, it has so many healthy benefits. Yeah. It raises all the good health markers to get us towards healthy. And, and helps not, lower the bad ones. Yeah, and lowers the yeah. bad ones. So we stay away from sick and we're more towards healthy. Yeah. Cool. Um, next question. How can I improve my training in order to be constantly improving myself? This is a really cool question because mm -hmm. <laughs> you can look at it from two different sides. Um, improving your training to improve yourself, you can look at it from a physical standpoint or a mental standpoint. Mm -hmm. And on the physical side, CrossFit in general is constantly varied. And the more you can vary things, the more adaptable you are both like physically and mentally actually. Yeah. Um, the more you work on the 10 different aspects of fitness. Mm -hmm. yeah. The more varied you can make everything you're doing, the better your body responds yep. to outside uh, influences. Yeah. Um, and then on the mental side of that, you can better your training to better yourself by intentional training. Mm -hmm. So doing what you're doing purposefully. Mm -hmm. You don't want to just, I mean, you can, we all have these days, but you want to try not to show up, like say for example, to a workout and be like, uh, I'm just gonna like lift this weight and throw it around. I don't really care how I'm moving. I don't really care what I'm doing. Yep. You're probably not gonna feel great about what you do in that workout after you're done. Yep. You showed up, but the intent wasn't there. If you focus on making sure I'm going to like, even from the warm up, I'm going to yep. start my warm up intentionally breathing slowly. I'm intentionally going to like count 10 seconds with my elbow towards the floor and the Spider-Man 10 seconds up in the twist. Not that long, but you know what I'm saying? Like you're counting, you're breathing, you're making sure you're moving the way you're supposed and to be moving. Yeah. Um, this Not prepares you. Not just going through you. the motion. Yeah. yeah. You want to do it with intent. Because that's where the progress happens. Yeah. When you're intentionally doing something, you put effort into it, and then you make progress. Yeah. And that's where your training will start to improve in ways that you want it to, based on where you're putting your effort. Yeah. And also, I think a, a, missed, a missed point on intentional training a lot of times is the intensity. Mm -hmm. um, we always try to give a, a, a certain stimulus with the workout of the day. Yeah. And if you, and like you said, we all have those days and that's totally fine to yeah. have, to have a, a day where you're not able to, where you don't want to, that's totally fine. But in general, if you're looking to improve your training, look to improve your intensity. Yeah. Ask your coach how you can ramp up intensity in, in a certain, in a specific workout, but usually, um, adding intensity going for those hundred percent in every single workout that's what you're gonna that's where you're gonna improve over time yes and when he says a hundred percent he means a hundred percent effort not a hundred percent like going for your max every yes. time yes. <laughs> it's different yeah. Yeah. um but putting a hundred percent effort into what you're doing absolutely yeah yeah and knowing the difference that being said with stimulus we give a class stimulus for our workouts mm -hmm. um but improving your training along those lines if your personal goals are to say work on a specific movement yeah. then and you're not quite there yet say double unders you're working on your double unders that's where you can change the stimulus for your personal goals a little bit where you know you're going to be moving a little bit slower instead yeah. of fast on single unders but it's spec 
specified specifically to work on something you want to work on to improve. But again, that's your intent. You're putting intention into your work on the double unders. And so maybe if you take a little bit longer than the intended workout, that's okay because... You want to work on double unders. Yes, your effort is in the double unders. Mm -hmm. Another, thank you, it's another perfect segue (laughs) to the next question, uh, which is, what about RX versus scaled? Can I RX? Should I RX? Should I scale? Can I scale? You can always scale. Yeah. Yeah. And just a friendly reminder, you can scale down or up or up yes people forget about the up yes (laughs) um yeah so and i think the double under is a perfect example because it doesn't involve weight yes it involves skill and um technique versus intensity or technique with intensity changes yes and that's where most of people struggle with double unders yes so the can i versus should i Mm -hmm. (laughs) is a really good question for scaled versus rx um and i think it depends on the situation honestly there's a couple different scenarios so if you can do five double unders you can do five double unders but there's a hundred double unders in a workout should you spend 10 minutes trying to do a hundred double unders Probably. five at a time or <laughs> Should you scale back to single unders or give yourself a time limit on double unders, you know, so you may not hit 100, but you're still working on them. Um, And the answer is it depends, Mm -hmm. I think. Because, again, is your intent to improve on double unders or do you just want to get a good workout today and sweat? If so, go to single unders and get sweaty. If you want to work on double unders, then give yourself that time limit. Don't go 10, 20 minutes working on one thing and work on your skill. But... Also, knowing that scaling isn't like doing less work. Yeah. That's why we have scaling options in CrossFit is so everybody can get the same stimulus, the same end product out of the workout to what they're capable of doing. And the only time I would say, not the only time, but one of the times that it is like you have to pick one or the other is in a competition Mm -hmm. setting, say the open coming up. Yeah. You are going to have to decide rx or scaled for each workout and if there's a workout that says you know do 10 muscle ups and you've only ever done like maybe one on a good day and that's the first thing in the workout you don't want to do one muscle up and be done for a 10 minute amrap so then you would choose to scale that so that you can continue through the competition and that's actually one of the situations where scaling actually gets you to do more or makes you to do more work because we've i've i've experienced scaled workouts that are significantly harder than rx workouts Mm -hmm. because you can do more work in in a shorter amount of time because the 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 skill is not as high the the load is not as heavy where you don't have to put the barbell or the dumbbell down as much Mm -hmm. and you that's increases the intensity and that's gonna yes have you die when the skill goes down so say muscle ups versus pull ups or double unders versus single unders someone who can do muscle ups or double unders maybe not the best at them but can do them 
that chooses to do pull-ups and single-unders instead is going to be able to push a lot harder in the scaled movements because the skill is less, but they're going to be dying by the end of it because they can push a little bit harder in those movements. Which actually, in that case, um, improved their fitness more than having gone with the RX version. Higher skill movements have nothing to do with fitness and health. It's, (laughs) It's just a higher skill level. So if you're not a competitive athlete or have no want or desire to be a competitive athlete, those higher skill movements shouldn't necessarily be a priority. Your intent behind what you're doing and does RX or scaled get me that intent, get me, allow me to put that effort in where I need it. And that's when you make the decision. That's a um, perfect segue into promoting our next episode yes uh, which will be about our class structure kind of behind the curtains um, or we're pulling back the curtains about why we do what we do and how we do what we do Mm -hmm. Um, and one one of the things we're going to talk about is that skill training portion of a class and um why it is important, not important, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're done with our community questions or training related. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we hit all of them. Yeah. Um, if you want to do us a favor, uh, like and subscribe. That helps a ton. And um, again, if you want to if you want to learn more about our class structure and um, yeah. Why tune. we do what we do. Yeah. <laughs> tune in next week. <laughs> See you guys.